My mom used to call um, our local thrift shop the second house, but she would say it in Spanish. She was like, second house. And I'm like, oh, I thought second house was the name of the place. Like for a really long time, I was like, oh, my mom's going to the second house store. Okay, all right. <laughs> She's gonna kill me. For oh, you know, right? yes. you're sorry, mom. <laughs> Welcome to the Gratitude and Style Podcast. My name is Madeline Jones. And I'm Megan O'Connor. And on this podcast, we talk about fashion, style, and living a life of gratitude. With over 25 years of combined industry experience, I think it's safe to say we know a thing or two. And what we found at the end of the day is that gratitude is always in style. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Gratitude in Style. Today's episode is brought to you by Liam Bryant. So today, I want to read a quick quote before actually we start. Latina-owned businesses are the fastest growing segment of women-owned enterprises in the United States. The source is the National Women's Business Council. I am super excited to introduce my very, very good friends <laughs> and owners of the Blogger House. Sandra and Darlene. Welcome. Welcome. We're we're so happy to be here. Thank you so much. So our segment is about entrepreneurship today. And I love the fact that your, the blogger house has, has a community and it's also serving a purpose, but I wanted to start way in the beginning because you both started off with blogger house while you were Still working nine to five? Mm-hmm. Tell me about that decision. How did you start? Why did you even start Blogger House? Tell me about that. How did that. you get here? How, how did you get to this point? How long is this segment? <laughs> how did we get to this point? So we have a running joke in the house. Well, I'll say, Sandra, I have an idea. And she will roll her eyes. I'll literally. roll Megan rolling. <laughs> because that's how it literally started. I one day had just a closet full of clothes. You guys know how it is. We do a lot of campaigns and things like that. I was already actively... doing influencing work and like my closets were busting at the seams we live in new york guys like we don't have large closets um so one day i I said i have an idea and she was like whatever you and your crazy (laughs) ideas and i said i'm gonna go on facebook live and try to sell my some of my clothes and if it sells great and Mm -hmm. if it doesn't then fine i didn't lose anything about it I sold everything I had on my rack, and then I had to pull stuff from a bin that mm-hmm. I had, like a maybe bin that I had, and I sold all of that. Finished, ran downstairs. Sandra and I live in the same house, yeah. um, and that's why we call it the Blogger House. So ran downstairs and said, oh my goodness, you don't even know. I just sold everything. Was that like Facebook posts, or you did a live? No, a live. An actual live? Yeah. You just added the blue. Like, like, the blue. No lights, no numbers. There was like it was like selling this red top from Ellen. Who wants the red top? Yeah. Like, or you know, selling who wants the polka dotted, you know, shorts with the ruffled trim. Not the polka dot shorts with the red trim, the white trim. Okay. And what did you do? Like write it down? Yeah, write it down. Like, like, wow. Wow. We were just like on a piece of paper, not even like it was. Like, there was perfect. no structure, there was no order, there nothing. was nothing. It was just like total spontaneous. That's very much in my nature. If I want to do something, I will just like jump on it. And so then I ran it down and I said, oh my God, you, you know, I just did this. I just sold everything. And she said, all right, I'm one of, I want I'm, in on the I'm next in. one. I'm, I'm like, I want yeah. in. This sounds great. And a great way to get rid of my clothes and make a little cash at the same and time. And I will tell you that for the first year we functioned like super bare bones, like no lights, no numbers, writing everything down by hand, not even using a, com- a no. computer. Like I don't even like, know we didn't why. No, what computers were. Like. <laughs> we were writing everything down in a notepad. <laughs> so archaic. Like we had no computers in the world. <laughs> I know. It was like so crazy. And then 
we would only really do it when we needed to kind of like purge clothes and then it started to grow and um, more people started shopping and our little community started growing and people would contact us, hey, when are you having another sale? When is there another one coming? And for, uh, you know, a while, they started creating like a little bit of a buzz and we were like the blogger house girls. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, we evolved to the next stage and it's, you know, we ordered some lights. <laughs> We use the computer, use the computer, computer. numbers. We yeah. ordered some numbers. Paper numbers. We're not fancy. We have plastic ones. I know. We had paper numbers at first, and yeah, it was you know that's how Blogger House started. Well, there's just not, an idea. There's not a little bit of buzz now. Now it's I a think big it's safe to say buzz. that there's a big buzz, and it's a really incredibly established women-owned, Latina-owned business. And we're just so proud of you guys because we know you personally, but it really is amazing. And it's incredible to see that it could, it literally came from an idea, like yeah. out of nowhere yeah, yeah. and just literally was like, nowhere. oh, got to get rid of some stuff. Yeah. Did you anticipate it being like, did you think that you were going to sell out immediately? Oh, absolutely not. No, I, I was, but what I was went, happening on the line? Like, what was the feedback? Were you just going off of the feedback? No, the girls, the people loved it. One, because it was, um, making clothing that uh, the plus size world clothing is not always accessible mm -hmm. because if you want some of the nicer brands you have to invest a little bit of money but not everyone has that mm -hmm. so we found that on our lives we had women who were students we had women mm. who were teachers retired women mm. older women yeah. who are very yeah. limited income we had one customer at one point who um, she would let us know she would pay all of her invoices on this day. But that's when she got her whatever subsidy money that she would mm -hmm. get. And that's what she would do with it. And we, okay, no, we'll probably, you know, we had our own like little, little layaway plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got you. When yeah. you get your check, we, we know you're good for mm -hmm. it. Um, and we make clothing accessible to everyone. Mm -hmm. And nice clothing, great clothing, beautiful brands. Lane Bryan stuff, like just like what we're wearing, that maybe someone who's on a very, very tight income right. could not normally shop, they were now getting access. It's amazing. Right. At what point did you realize that this was an actual business? Did that point, when did it that wasn't happen? right away. We filed our taxes. <laughs> we filed our taxes. Yes. And our accountant yelled at us. Like, yeah. issue here. Yeah. <laughs> it, wasn't, it definitely wasn't right away because remember, we sold our own clothes for two years right. before we started right. doing consigners because of someone special sitting next to us. My necessity. I know. So, it's true. You know, like, so, it, yeah. no, seriously, I literally went to them mm -hmm. and I was like, um, can you sell my clothes? And we were like, that's yeah. how they started. I was their first customer. Yeah, she, she was our first. Well, other people had asked, but you know, when Maddie comes to you and says, <laughs> You need to sell my clothes. You make it work. You sell her clothes. Yeah, you say like that. Do. I was like, you don't say no. You don't say no to Maddie. I mean, at that point, I was like, um, I went was like, we need to figure this out. Yeah. Maddie's asking us to sell her clothes. Get out the binder. Yeah. Like, and we were like, okay, what? Oh, the notebook, because you know we don't have computers. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest thing is, was like, what do we, what do we charge, Maddie? Like, what? Yeah, do that was. It was like, oh my god. What? And then we yeah. like, it's like when you are, you know, when you're an influencer and you're coming up with like a rate. A rate. Exactly. It was like that. And I was like, all right, we're gonna tell her this number and we'll see if she'll take it. And when she says, yeah, well, I don't care. Just, That's I want fine. you to see that. Yeah. Myself. So, so cool. I was like, yeah. Right. Well, from my perspective, it's like. You're, no brainer. It's a, ser it's a, it's service, a service you have to pay for. Pay for. Absolutely. Absolutely. People thought of it that way. So <laughs> let me let me ask you to do something though for. People who may be listening or watching mm -hmm. who don't know what Blogger House Curvy Closet is, can you summarize it and explain exactly what you do and how you do it? 
Awesome. So Blocker House is an online consignment store for, for the plus size community. We specialize in selling new and gently used clothing, um, predominantly of um, plus size influencers, models, or uh, people in the plus size community, but also regular women. We sell clothing. Um, we call our community the Blogger House Squad, the BHCC Squad, and sometimes we have squad members that have sales as well mm -hmm. because they have quite a few now. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. We have their their lifestyle changes. Maybe they mm -hmm. lose weight. Maybe they gain weight. Maybe they just want to purge their old style, mm -hmm. start a new style, so they'll sell with us. Um, and it's all done through Facebook Live twice a week for the most part. And it's just a whole lot of fun. I mean, we we sell clothes, but we chat. We it's, a party. <laughs> it it's, a party. it's a party. It's also a novella. This is a novella happening right here. <laughs> yeah. I say it all the time. We're like, you're like the you know the housewives of the Bronx meets like HSN. Yeah. Yeah. And when we first started, we're like, oh, if we ever got picked up by HSN, I'm like, no, HSN does not want us. They are. We are way too crazy. We're now. not too. We're not polished enough for HSN. <laughs> it was like, too you'll funny. have my dog barking. You'll have the baby yeah. crying at one point. You'll have a monsoon swept through, which has actually happened. Yeah. Um, at some point. So. But none of which bothers your anyone community. no they because love it's real it. like exactly they, they love it, it. They, yeah. you know we are just we say this all the time we want to be the girls that you take into the clothing store right as plus size women we we few of us have had that opportunity mm -hmm. right of going shopping with your girlfriends right. going into the clothing store being able to grab a bunch of things having your a girl that looks like you say hey you look cute in that that doesn't happen that often for yeah. us. So we are that for each other. Yeah. So yeah. we're going to encourage you. We're going to push yes, you. Yes. We're, we're going to try to get you outside of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And we have girls who say, I've never worn a crop top. But in Blogger House, yes. I, thanks to Blogger House, not why I will. Or I've never worn faux leather leggings. Like, mm -hmm. to which to us, it's like, wait, what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, who doesn't wear faux leather? I'm like, that's my false staple. Yeah. <laughs> um, but through Blogger House, they can because... It's affordable, so they can try it without feeling like, oh my God, I just spent $80 on a pair of leggings. Mm -hmm. And you have a group of cheerleaders cheering you on, not only us, their fellow community, they the have squad their, themselves. Their mm -hmm. Which I think feels more important than, obviously I don't want to discount the fact that you're doing a great thing in sustainable fashion and mm -hmm. selling gently used or new clothing and keeping it affordable. But ultimately, like to me, my favorite part of everything is that once you are part of the Blogger House Kirby Closet group, there's a group, you join the Facebook group, you're in the squad, you're in it. Yes, you're in it. <laughs> Once you're in it, you get to be witness and be part of this whole community that you've created where like everyone really cheers, literally, cheers people on. So what's beautiful yes, is like, yeah. Somebody will post a picture in like a dress yes. they bought from Maddie's sale. Yes. And then everybody floods the comments. It's like, you look amazing, stunning. Yeah. This is so beautiful. I hope you had a great day. Congrats on your interview. Whatever it is, because everyone knows everything mm -hmm. about the moments in their lives mm -hmm. that they're shopping on BHTC yeah. for, which is really incredible when you think. Like that to me is more important than anything, yeah. that yeah. you've created this beautiful community of women just literally like high-fiving each other on the and internet and supporting each other yeah, absolutely yeah. i mean we know like you know who had babies who had losses mm. who has gotten sick and we you know we pray over people we yeah. um, encourage people it's amazing. Uh, our consigners when they're going through things we say hey guys keep this person in thought and prayer mm -hmm. um you know I think it's just so important. I, I, online communication and social media, and sometimes you see all of this crazy negative, especially amongst women, 
And for us, we just wanted to create a space that felt safe. Like yes. our girls can go on there. One of the first things we say, if it's not your aesthetic, if it's not your style, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to say, right. Ooh, who, who would wear that? We've blocked people from mm-hmm. making comments like that because that doesn't fly. Right. Somebody likes it. That's so, right. Of yeah. That's right. Like Absolutely. It. It's a-okay, but somebody likes it. Not all of our consigners are are our aesthetic, mm-hmm. but are some of our audience members like it? So yeah. then, so yes. be it. Like me, I'm a consigner, and then I go and I shop again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it happens. <laughs> but you both had nine to five jobs, and I know that there's a lot of people that are kind of in that space where they start a, com- a company, but then they're like, when am I ready to leave that nine to five job? What did that look like for each one of you? Um, so for me, it kind of, again, it was a turn of events. Um, I became ill. And I decided to choose my health over my career at the time. And taking that time apart away from my nine to five job allowed me to see that I had to bet on myself. And we talk about this all the time. It's very hard growing up, I feel like, in Latino communities where you're set up with these really high expectations and you don't have a network of other entrepreneurs that you can see and learn from. So we were like the first of it, right? We were Mm -hmm. the first ones in our families to try to do something like this. Wait, you're leaving your nine to five um, career. Your mm-hmm. nine to five workout. Bill right. doesn't understand. Yeah. He's checks and he's like, "Are you okay? Are you know, are you, are you you know, paying your bills?" And I'm like, "Dad, we're, I'm good." Like they just don't understand. Like <laughs> yeah. no one in my family has ever done something yeah. like this. Right. So it's like it's foreign to them. So. so the idea of betting on yourself is really hard. And um, I said, you know, I I had some money saved. Um, I had the conversation with my husband. I was the first one to go full time with this, and I said, "Look, I have money saved. I can pay all my bills for one year." So I was like, let me get one year. If in that one year I run out of money or I need you to cover me for expenses, then I'll go find another nine, for, nine to five. And he said, okay. And he had major, like he was a financial advisor at the time, so he had super yes. anxiety about the whole yes. thing. He <laughs> was like, the numbers, guys. He's like, like, I guess it's going to be oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, and it, it worked. It started growing. And then like halfway through it, I was like, all right, dude. You come in like you're doing this. Oh, God. The um, pressure was on. And I'm like, I'm so my dad in that. Like, I've been working since I was, like, 15. And, like, I've always had a job. And it's just like, what are you going to do? And I'm like, the sense of security would not let me go. And it just happened to have that, you know, my job was downsizing. And I'm like, you know what? This is God's way of saying that you need to do this. Absolutely. Like, I have you covered. Go for it. This is your path. Yeah. Sorry about the job. And this is your path. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a happy there anyway. That is the ultimate blessing in disguise. It was. The actress you probably maybe never would have left. No. Absolutely not. On your own. Absolutely. Without that And we had conversations about this and it was like, if you can't leave your full-time job, we have to discuss the future of this because I can't do this full-time. And then, like, we would wait for Sandra to come home from work. Like, invoicing day, girl. We would be we're up to, like, like, 2 in the morning. Yeah. Insane. Because so we had to wait till she came home to invoice. I was, and thankfully, then I didn't have any kids, so it was different. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I don't know what's going to happen to us if we can't, if you yeah. don't decide to go full time well, with us. But the forces said otherwise. That's the universe it. did it for That's it. it. So I have... I'm my own entrepreneur and I have a business partner for like 15 years and some people don't even realize that Valerie's like a real person because she's not, she's a human human and she's actually like real. In 15 years, we've never had an argument. 
we have seen things completely different, but we discuss them and we respect each other's opinions. Sometimes it takes you a really long time to convince me to do things because I'm very like rigid when it comes to change and stuff like that. I'm like, Ooh. I was like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like, don't do it. Um, but I develop a friendship and then I have this friendship with Megan and here we are, gratitude and style. And I would love to know, you guys were friends first and then you went into business and you live and in the same house. house. Please house. tell us how this works. Let's, let's, even let's just the yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just start with her mom, first off. When she was like, kind of against me moving in because she's like, you guys are such good friends. Like, is that a, you know, a good idea? I got idea? so many warnings about this. It's like, are you crazy? You're moving in with your friend? Like, yeah. this is bad. This is not good. But we moved in first and then started the business. Yes. So it, it, that came first. So that was the first warning. It's like, you're crazy to move in. I've seen this be, turn out horrible. And it was, that was also like, a lot of our relationship had, our development over the last few years has happened because of need. I needed to get someone to, live downstairs otherwise I wasn't gonna be able to afford my house mm -hmm. and she needed a place to move and it worked out together so wow. it's like we it was like we were supposed to be there like so many Fate. things have brought us Fate. together That's without right. us even realizing mm -hmm. it until later on when we like tell our stories and of I'm course. like wow like we were like supposed to and it was a fast friendship like I felt like I knew Darlene forever like I remember the first day it was like my homegirl for like 20 years so it was not difficult to become it's probably friends. because I casually stalked her for so long online <laughs> that I knew everything about her. So I was just like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're, you're your mom. <laughs> like, oh, you're your mom? Yeah. I know all about them. <laughs> Not creepy at all. No. <laughs> but how do you preserve your friendship, business? Because I feel like that was the biggest question. Like, a lot of oh. people are like, how you do know, they preserve? The stress are, of the two. Yeah. And the funny thing is that we're, so we're both Scorpios. We are Same. Like the two the three weeks, of us. You're outnumbered at this table. We're like two weeks apart, but we couldn't be like the furthest apart in personalities. We're night and day. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely like YOLO, you know, spontaneous. <laughs> yeah. Let's do this. She is like, I mean, let's break down the plan. And I'm yeah. like, you're so mean. God, I'm dying. I'm like, and then that goes back to like, I have an idea. And I'm yes, like, this is, like, go again. Yeah. this is like every week. Like, I'm like, I have a new idea. Did you think of it? But anyway, the fact is that the fact that makes us different makes it work. Mm. Of course. Um, because we are able to fill in where the other one is weak. Mm -hmm. That's first. But also, like, very early on, we decided that, like, we've always been, if there's an issue, Let's leave it at the table. Like, mm -hmm. if we argue about something friendship-wise, we can't bring it into the business. Like, we right. have to leave that there right. and then move to the business. And right. then if we argue something business-wise, we can't bring it into the house. Like, you know, and sometimes we need our time apart. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. We can oh, sense yes. it when we're, like, it's starting to get, like, too much. Yes. And, like, she'll go do her own thing. I'll go do my own thing. Um, but then we'll come back together. And, like, we literally come back together like nothing ever happened. Like, no, we can no. have, like, a whole, like... That makes all that. <laughs> and then like, I love it. I love it. I love it. all the time. Come like, back the next the day and we're like, oh my God, that customer is so crazy. I swear, like nothing like, ever nothing happened. Like nothing happened. But I think a lot of people that you have to understand that um, what's more important, like, yes, you guys are business partners, but you're also friends. Right. And do you feel what's happening between you is worth right. ruining the friendship over? Right. Mm. Because that is what built the business because That's you guys right. are such good friends and like yeah we have arguments at this time that we want to like kill love each other that. but i love her too much to be like you know make it not work like that's more important to me than like anything right. else and I, I would tell people all the time when sandra was um 
still working and you know we were deciding like what's going to happen for the future blogger house like, there is no blogger house if it's not both of us yeah. together like oh, blogger absolutely. house does not work if it's just me i'm not blogger house and neither is she we are blogger house together because absolutely. this dynamic that people obviously find and michaela and the dogs <laughs> yeah. and exactly and the, and the yeah. community oh, it all comes yeah. together it's true it is i mean it's similar to like how we were like it's both of us on this podcast yeah. or no podcast yes. like yes. and it's important because it really is i think especially when it comes to you guys like part of your charm and your beauty is in the friendship mm-hmm. and is in like you do life together and you experience things mm-hmm. together and you're incredible friends and and to her children and all of the things and it's really vice versa and it's just so beautiful to see your friendship first and then that's why, in, in our opinion, for sure, because we talk about it all the time, like, that is absolutely why your business is so successful. Mm-hmm. It's because it's rooted in just kindness and friendship and a mutual love and respect for each other, which is really nice to see. Because I don't, it's not always the no. case, yeah. honestly. With social media changing so much, <sighs> please tell us how, I know, how much does social media affect your business? I mean, our whole platform is built on social media Everything that we do is Is that online. something that concerns you? So Everything. it does. Really? It does. It does. Every day. We are actually considering moving away from um, like the traditional social media platforms because of that. Um, because there's a lot of limitations for mm-hmm. us. And our customers want it. They want a more personal, private space. So mm. we are in the looks of that. Um, it'll enable us to do more, do things differently. So... Um, there are definitely, obviously, concerns as we all have as social media, you know, users and um, about the changes that are happening. But I think, for the most part, you know, we will eventually move into our own individual hosted platform, which is our hope, and continue just using social media as a way to connect and influence right. and stuff like that, and get get continue to get the word out, but not as a number one communication source but I think it was really smart that you built the community first Mm -hmm. and everyone knows where you are because I think that once you move it they're just going to follow you of course course. and And everyone is so mm -hmm. loyal like your squad is loyal they are it's still amazing like it it doesn't hit us until like people like you say it out loud and I'm like or when brands come to us like we've had brands come to us because they've heard it through their own customers or Mm -hmm. like they're they have their own Facebook groups and people have tried to share like our sale in their Facebook group. <laughs> group. No. And I'm like, oh Lord. Um, yeah, and, so I'm like, oh you know, boy. So the support is endless. They just I don't know the boundaries. They don't know the boundaries. <laughs> yeah. like, oh the good God. thing about it is that we have moved from being like a, com- a competition to brands to being part of like an opportunity for them right. because we are introducing our, um, their brands to customers that maybe have never shopped them. Yes. Um, and at first, when we first came out, we had brands who were like, mm, what are they doing? Uh, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. but we're not a competition to them. We right. are just actually an, an extension of their mm-hmm, marketing right. in a way yep. because now I'm getting your clothes into the hands of someone who maybe has never tried yeah. and or we, couldn't afford it. Could, okay. And they're going on your it. website afterwards to shop. Yes. Yes. Apple price mm-hmm. afterwards because they love it. Yes, so much. they shop sometimes what you're wearing. Yeah, and oh, they yeah. literally the are time. giving out the links live. Yeah. Oh, here's a link live, and they yeah. post it. So yeah. it's yeah. Like, yeah. You, got, you really don't see them as it's the competition. The power. No, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I it's think amazing. That's what we why we're we work because we don't feel any any of these other like any other because our our competition for us. Like right. we're just doing our thing and just trying to be uh, who we are. Yeah. 
Well, I think ultimately you're like competing with yourselves, right? Yeah. So you're competing yeah. with the version that you started as two yes. years ago. Yeah. And you're competing with who you are now and who you're planning on becoming. Mm-hmm. But I wonder, like, do you ever take a second to like stop and say to yourselves, like, okay, we really did a thing. We really did this. This is really impressive. And like, you've checked off a lot of boxes. Like, you're not just women owned, but you're women owned, you're Latina owned, you are entrepreneurs, you are, I mean, there's so much to both of you that do you ever just take a second to like, probably now you're like, oh wow, yeah, we did do yeah. all this. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to say absolutely not. We don't we have know. time to stop to do we those know. things. Like we, we, we absolutely have no time to yeah. stop to do like, even think about things. We're just going, 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 going. And yeah. then like to have done all of that. And at the same time, like create further conversation for bigger brands, right? Cause you mm-hmm. are re- you mm-hmm. are introducing brands to people who don't have access sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then on top of it, like there's a whole sustainability portion to this. Yes. Right. That is just incredible. Which is super important to us as well. The mm-hmm. fact that we are able to save people, save clothing, save people from, you know, maybe just even just tossing clothes. I've heard people, mm-hmm. oh yeah, just threw it away. I'm like, Wait, what? Like, oh, there's so many people that could use this clothes. And that, I grew up um, shopping in thrift shops my whole life. Mm-hmm. My mom used to call um, our local thrift shop, shop the second house. And I was like, but she was saying in Spanish. I was like, este con how? And I was instead like, of second hand. Instead of the second <laughs> hand. Because obviously she did, did you know, English, Spanish, whatever. Right. She used to say, con how? And I'm like, oh, I thought second hand was the name of the place. Like, for a really long time. I was like, oh, my mom's going to the second hand store. Okay. All right. <laughs> She's gonna kill me. Oh my god! She's dead. And you know, and that's where a lot of my clothes came from. So I grew up shopping thrift. I, um, it's 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 ingrained in me. So I, the idea of throwing out clothes Mm-mm. because it has a stain or it has a mark or you use it and now you're bored or it doesn't fit you was like wild to me that people were doing this. Um, and so much so that we're hoping to expand and be able to do more with the donators. The Blockhouse donates oh my God, um, so much. over, I would say, probably every month, over 100 pieces of clothing wow. to local That's organizations. Um, every month, there are clothes that, you know, may have like a little mark or may have a little rip. We can't mm-hmm. sell them, um, but we are able to sell them. We did a huge um, charity sale this summer where we donated funds to a local organization. That was like another thing. So we're always looking for ways to how do we work with our community, not only our blogger house community, but our communities in need, because this all started from a necessity. Right. Mm-hmm. So. right. That's and yes, we never stop to actually think about no. it. Only when people actually say it, we're like, oh, shoot, we're doing those things. That's amazing. But before we finish, I do want, from a personal standpoint, I do want to thank you so much for being out there and not giving up because I know how hard it is in the very beginning of a business. It's really, really tough. And then you guys had to face COVID and so many changes and leaving your job, you know, leaving your job is a really big deal Mm -hmm. in this space, you know, and having to do this, you know, and not having the security of that paycheck all the time. Mm -hmm. But I think that being that inspiration for so many people, especially Latinas and Latino people, you know, for them to take that step is a really, really big deal. So thank you so much. We want to thank you. If it was honestly like, we don't call you the godmother of for taking all the bags out of <laughs> we will take all the bags out so of much stuff but yes you i think it's important that if if nothing else let this episode be your marker that you come back to that reminds you of how much you've done and how much you're helping other people because i think it is a really big deal to you know be all the things that you are 
Yeah. And, and look good while doing it. Because Thank you guys you. really did follow your journey. And that's a big thing for me. Like, follow mm. your journey. And you really, in telling your story, I'm literally, like, listening to you. And I could just follow the entire, you know, thing. It was meant to be, like you said. This mm -hmm. was meant to be exactly, exactly how it, it is. And you know what? It's having beautiful people, like, both of you, yeah. partner, encouraging and telling you you can do these things. Like, if you don't surround yourself with the right people... Exactly. You're going to struggle at so many things. Get the right people on your back. Well, Get that the right is the truth. That's yeah. what it is. <laughs> so at the end of every episode, we do two things. We ask each other and our guests, what are you grateful for and what's in style right now? And it could be anything. It doesn't need to be literal. It doesn't need to be like actual could be stuff. anything that, that hits a chord for you. Know, you I was practicing but... this earlier and then I totally forgot what I was practicing. <laughs> so good job. Think back to the moment where you were looking at the camera. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I feel being kind. I think now with everything going on, like kindness is kind of like went out the window. I feel mm. a little bit of kindness goes... So far, Agreed. and I feel like more people need to be just a little bit kinder to each yes. other, and it would just make this world a lot better piece. Yes, absolutely. Oh, that's I, like that. I feel like should be in style more. Yeah, I like it. A little it kinder. And what are you grateful for today? I am grateful for everyone at this table. I know it's going to be like cliche, but Damn, took it. Totally, <laughs> totally honest. Like again, Maddie, we wouldn't be here because of you. And again, having just great people on your team on your side to encourage you and just be there is one of the things everyone should be grateful for for sure agreed agreed ding, ding, ding. you see my wheels turning you're right <laughs> <laughs> it's time <laughs> all right so i think what's in style is connecting with people and mm. if that's not one of the biggest things that this year has taught us mm -hmm. is that you don't need to physically see somebody to be connected to them. Yes. Um, and there are so many people, our friends, our family, who are going through it. We don't know sometimes. Mm -hmm. We might send them a text message or we might like their photo, um, but we're not going to Eshamal to see if they're actually okay. okay. Mm -hmm. So I mm -hmm. think, you know, what's in style is really reach out and connect with people. Yes. Connect with people you love, connect with friends. And what am I grateful for? Um, dang it, she just took one. Um, okay, being able to be in person with people, like Ooh, touch, wow. hug, yeah. like hold, like that. I mean, we do everything virtually, right? So for a year, um, we were on doing all these different things. We did like happy hours. <laughs> yeah. We saw no. Well, you, uh, yours were like great over yeah. on like uh, it was a clubhouse or whatever. It was before that we used to use house party. House party. House party. Yeah. But I miss like touching people, hugging yes. people, yes. leaning in on people. It made me realize I'm not the uber like um, huggy feely kind of person, but it made me realize like how much I still miss yes, that, so. even mm -hmm. though I'm not. So uh, if I randomly like grab you by the leg, you just <laughs> just act like it's okay. Like just you know, it is what it is. Right. I love that. I Maddie, love what about that. you? You're up. So I think what's in style right now, I feel like people are more vulnerable these days mm -hmm. instead of being so rigid. Again, yeah. like people are being, you know, need to be a little bit more kind. Mm -hmm. But I think that sometimes the things that have happened in your past maybe stop you from being mm -hmm. so vulnerable and open to having those friendships that really do need to be in your life. Sometimes you just so, you know, you mm -hmm. have that tight circle and I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm not coming out of that circle. 
But you know what? Maybe taking a bit of a chance mm-hmm. on those friendships, yeah. like what happened here, and look at how the friendship has blossomed and yeah. touched so many people. So that definitely it should be and is in style. Yeah. And what I'm grateful for is to have that was a good one. Time. That was a Thank good one. You. Okay, well, you I'm literally like good. just I'm feeling I'm feeling the vibe. I'm feeling yeah. the love. Yeah. I really am feeling the love. These are my girls, so it's like this is family. Yeah. So I'm like so grateful. I am really grateful for the friendships in my life. I don't have a lot of close friendships because I have my sisters, which I adore mm-hmm. more than life. But the friendships that I have are so important to me. And like you said, you may not see them all the time, Mm -hmm. but you know that they're there. And I know that I can pick up the phone or I can chit chat or I could send you a funny joke or something Mm -hmm. and we'll laugh about it. You know, your voice messages. (laughs) Like I appreciate the friendships in my life because they're not many, but they mean so Mm -hmm. much. So I am very grateful for that. Love that. God, I guess I can't say coffee anymore. I am what's in style for me right now is dressing up again. Oh, yeah. right. Like, okay. So we're all in Lane Bryant. The yeah. episode was sponsored by Lane Bryant. We're so grateful to them, but how good does it feel? Oh, right. Oh, we totally look at yeah. each other. Like, right. Like I'm like, yes. Like we're all like, like everyone's just like crisp and sharp and dressed and like fall yeah. fast. Like everyone just looks so good. It's such a good feeling. And mm. I think it's time to like push yourself a little bit. Let's get dressed. Okay. Let's dress yeah. up. Bow in our bun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I'm gonna do that. Like, I, so you. I love that. So I love cute. it. Like I just think it's really it's important and it's a big time mood booster. Mm-hmm. So I think what's in style is getting dressed and getting fancy. Yes. Um, and I am incredibly grateful for loyalty and support. Uh, mm, yes. um, especially from everyone at this table, obviously, but it's, it's not lost on me how supportive we have been of each other. And I think behind the scenes right like mm-hmm. we don't shout it like oh we get we oh, do this but like we just do it without being asked or told mm-hmm. and we equally respect each other so much to just share and support and show love and be there for each other no matter what and it's really really nice and very special and i think it's important and deserved a shout yes. out yeah so that's what i'm grateful for yes and I have to say thank you so much, you guys, for coming. And thank, thank you. you so much. So grateful. Brian. Yes, yes, thank you so oh much. My God. And for sponsoring this episode. This okay. specific episode really meant a lot to me because it was very close to my heart. And I love you guys so much. Oh, that's it. Yes. Till next time. Yes. See you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.